Welcome to Coffee Talk with Riri, an upbeat and uplifting podcast to start your morning or wind down your afternoon from wellness, mental health, and learning to live your best life free from self-judgment and doubt. Multiple coffees not included. Hi everyone, happy to be here for another episode of Coffee Talk with Riri. Today we are talking relationships. A lot of you were asking me about this topic, but you know, relationship is like a big umbrella and we can chat about breakups, setting boundaries, healthy relationship, dating after a breakup, relationship, PTSD, and yes, there is such thing. When you experience trauma, post-relationship, learning how to let go and move on, and many more. So I think it has to be a series of relationship on my podcast. That way we can have uh, more than five hours on one episode today. Um, I created Coffee Talk with Riri because I wanted to invite different people from different platforms and share their story and give you tips and tools in order to become the best version of ourselves. But in this topic that we will talk about today, which is overcoming a breakup, I was there and actually not too long ago, started off good I really thought that this relationship will lead to a promising future and sharing life together and I've had relationships in my past but not as intense and and when I'm saying intense I don't mean in a bad way it's just very trying to find the word strong like I never felt this way before I had so much love in me towards that person and I think this is why I want to share this story I mean not into details but I would like to share how I felt and I think a lot of people can relate when you thought that this person is the one the one to spend and create a life with that despite miscommunication here and there and some you know every relationship is different in fact you can navigate through challenging times so that you build a strong healthy foundation but deep inside of me I felt that security the caring the chemistry the connection the safety and we have been through ups and downs and we ended up we decided to go a separate ways and i have i've had a lot of overthinking anxiety and doubt that recently recently I've decided to let it exit I decided to let go for myself for my mental and physical health 
I've decided to make space for clarity, peace, and calmness to fill my life and trust the timing. We have to remember that we can change our mindset and realize that we choose our thoughts, emotions, and actions. And as we know, 2020 has been an interesting year. I had to lift myself up. I had to keep reminding myself that it's perfectly okay and normal to go through challenges and changes. We have to be our own source of happiness. We need to invest in ourselves, right? Invest in your vision, build yourself up, keep yourself motivated, celebrate every progress you make. You are your own biggest supporter. Period. No one will do it for you. So just encourage yourself to keep going no matter what life throws at you. Okay. After talking about myself for so long, (laughs) it's time for me to introduce our special guest for today. My good friend, Danelle. Danelle is a co-founder of Divine East. It's a mala jewelry company working with locals in India and Bali. Girl, you're all over the world. Thank you for having me. Uh, Of course. I'm so happy to have you here. Um, Tell us about yourself. Who are you? Great question. Thank (laughs) you. Um, well, I can start with Divine East. Uh, that's, a, that's a big part of my journey that I will share. So my sister and I, we, we founded the company about five years ago. I was 25, living in Florida, very much into my career. And my sister was a world traveler. And she asked, there's one place I want to go, but not by myself. Will you come with me? Um, said, well, where is that? She said, India. And I said, wow, never thought of going to India, but sure, I'll go with you. So for my 25th birthday, we decided to attend the International Yoga Festival in Rishikesh, India, at the base of the Himalayas. So I had been a vinyasa practitioner for many years and at the time thought, oh yeah, I can do yoga for a week and, and enjoy this not realizing I was stepping into a lot more. And when we arrived to India, um, India is one of those places that will guide you and take care of you when you surrender. Mm. And until you arrive at that place, Mama India will kick you around a little bit (laughs) until you get it. (laughs) It's, a, it's experience. Yes, exactly. <laughs> when you start listening. <laughs> so, yes, we attended the International Yoga Festival for a week and was exposed to many different styles of yoga and meditation and sound healing and so many amazing modalities that I did not even have awareness of about six years ago. 
And one of these things that I was introduced to was a mala or a mala bead. And I learned how to use it as a tool for meditation, calling in a specific intention or energy. So then Divine East was birthed in the birthplace of yoga, of all places, and it's really just manifested from there. We took some malas back with us and brought a couple for friends as gifts and explained how we were using it and how we were using it for a specific intention or for a meditation practice. And there was more and more interest. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden we were like, maybe we can do something with this. Maybe we can share this in a way bigger than how we're doing it now. And five years later, Divine East is really developed into supporting different wellness leaders and practitioners in their trainings and their certifications in creating very specific and intentional pieces that they're gifting and sharing with their community and their students. So it's become a very special piece of this, um, not just necessarily designing and, and creating the mala, which we absolutely love and partnering with different companies and spaces, but really what it's developed into is this community partnership and helping others in their own journey and in support of their own development, yeah. which really has led into my own development too in sound healing, Vedic meditation, um, conscious creatorhood. So all exciting and so much more to come. Yeah, and your line is beautiful. Thank I'm gonna you. I'm going to link it below so people can, you know, check your stuff. Beautiful. And Thank recently you so did much. a little photo shoot and your, your website is up again. Yes. You guys need to check it out. Thank you. Sarit was a fabulous model. More to come there. Well, you know, <laughs> it's one of the things that I do. <laughs> one others, of the many. <laughs> you know, I just create podcasts and talk about relationships. Since we are on the topic of relationships, I can, I can dive into that. So I was in a marriage for seven years. Got married early 20s, was in my career, recruited to different areas of the country, being promoted, life looked good, we had two dogs, we had a house, all the things that you think you want. And at some point, I arrived at questions and questions that I was either afraid to answer or was choosing not to answer. And those eventually manifested into physical answers, meaning physical ailments and illness. And I think that can show up in a lot of ways when we're living in misalignment, whether that's misalignment with yourself with the relationships you're choosing to be in, the job or career that you're putting your energy into, it can it can represent and come up in many areas of your life. So that was the start. And by me choosing to 
avoid the the little cues here and there Mm -hmm. and eventually your body chooses it for you so once I once I did recover from illness I did end up going on medical leave for a few months and my husband at the time was very supportive in taking care of me but I also knew that once I did get better, there were other choices and areas of my life I needed to really look at. So just over a year ago, I was faced with those choices and it became very clear to me in areas that I could not ignore anymore, that I was not living in the most aligned way in my work and in my relationships, um, in my marriage. So I actually chose to leave them all. Wow. (laughs) In one week. Wow. In one week. What would you say about relationship that you experienced? Well, my first boyfriend relationship was in kindergarten. Don't don't say we have to start there. I'm not judging. I was born on Valentine's Day, so. (laughs) But what I probably will start with is my marriage. So I was married for seven years, and we had a lot of fantastic memories, some really great times, and definitely some challenges and some hard times as well, as all relationships have. And I think ultimately the choice to not continue my marriage came from understanding how it had served me for those years and also understanding how it wasn't serving me anymore. And I think coming from that place, just having really honest conversations with yourself in what do I want? And I remember actually a big part of this when Glennon Doyle's book came out, um, her, her newest book, and her talking about how when you arrive somewhere or someplace and looking around and thinking, I thought it was supposed to be more beautiful than this. Mm. And that hit me. Because a lot of the time, whether it's relationships, in a marriage, or a job, career, friendship, we we may justify for a long time or think, oh no, I should be grateful, or this is good enough, instead of listening to that little bit, that little bit inside that's either I thought it was supposed to be more beautiful or I thought it was supposed to be more different. And just feeling a sense of of knowing. Right. So I think those little cues are important to listen to. And for me, I think it came down to really taking an inventory of my life and getting clear. Which is very important because we really want to be honest with ourselves and our intentions. Um and again, I, I feel like it all starts with 
us. You know, absolutely. So in order to have a successful relationship and um, you know a better future with your significant other, you really need to know what you want first and how it serves your purpose. Um, so can you can you tell me what did you learn about your relationship or your your breakup, your separation? Definitely, and I and I think you you hit it dead on and. I think that also comes with the understanding of, I think needs is such um, an interesting topic because often when we're saying, I need this in a relationship or in a marriage, or these are my needs, I think the shift really comes from not looking outside of ourselves to meet those needs. It's not the responsibility of the other person to meet those needs or to fulfill you in that way. Um, and I think that was a big part of it where I we leaned a lot on each other mm-hmm. to fulfill those. And when they weren't, it was left with this disappointment or some sort of emptiness or missing feeling that it was up to the other person to fulfill that or make us feel that way when really it's not. And I really think taking ownership of being honest with one, what you said, with what you want, what's important to you and living from that place, embodying from that place versus looking outside of ourselves for that. Absolutely. I feel like a healthy and open relationship with ourselves is the most powerful transformation we can ever experience. Absolutely. And I also think being in touch with our emotions. Energy, emotion. It's emotion. It's all emotion. Mm -hmm. I used to avoid my emotions completely. Wouldn't process, really didn't know how to process. And I think our emotions actually are what create our thoughts, which then create our beliefs. And I actually used to think and believe that they were created from thoughts, but it's really the emotion. The emotions giving you that energetic information to then create the thought, to then create the belief. So I think when we can be in touch with our emotion, and understanding what it feels like physically in our body and the information that it's giving us, how can we use that and process that? And for me, in in my experience, when I started to get in touch and really be with my emotion, it started giving me that information to live more from that place of truth and me understanding where the misalignments were in the choices I was making, in the career I was in, in the relationship I was in. Mm -hmm. It's always giving you information. So when we ignore them and when we suppress our emotions, we're not giving them anywhere to go and any place to process. And it's gonna move regardless. And, And often when it comes to that place, it manifests into a physical ailment. So, when we don't allow ourselves to feel through something and to be in something, it can. Yeah. And I feel like especially after a relationship, when you experience a breakup and some people tell you, oh, it's okay, it's a matter of time, it's gonna go away, move on. It's so easy to say that, right? 
it's so it's actually easy said than done because we're trying to push our emotions to the side and just keep ourselves busy or distracted which again it's okay every every situation is different right but to feel the emotion to to feel the grief because it's a breakup a breakup is not easy it's like you're losing somebody and I I 100% think that it's okay to feel the emotions it's okay to be sad it's okay to feel the anger it's okay to cry it's okay to mm-hmm. release it's okay to let it out you experience a change you experience a challenge so it's a hundred percent okay to feel those emotions and i wanted to ask you what do you say to someone that feeling stuck or don't know how to let go i truly believe the only way to do that and to not come back around to it to experience again is to really be fully in it present with the emotion and the information that it's giving us because all all it's ever asking of us is how to be more more of it so i think when we allow the time and space to be fully present in it Mm -hmm. that's where the shift can happen because that it's going to move anyway so whether it stays in your body in motion or it's finally released in motion. So I, I truly believe, whether that's through journaling, whether that's through walking, through meditation, um, there's many different ways and forms that you can be with it and to f- feel into it, cry. My gosh, that's like a cathartic release. There's, there's, there's many ways, but I think there's no way around, only through. Right. And then you have any tips to share or tools to someone that has been dealing with a tough breakup? I think those are a, a lot of the things that I mentioned are, are ways that, that you can do that. And I, I think there's, there's parts, not necessarily in distraction, there's all parts that's going to serve you doing other things to take your mind off of it and to be still in enjoyment of life and to not be fully in it all the time. But what the pain we feel represents is the communication of misalignment. Truly that that is what it's showing us. It's communicating there is a misalignment here and that's something that our emotions also how they also give us that information and when we don't use them they show up in other ways Mm -hmm. in physical ailments so i think it's also important when we're getting when we arrive at this place of either starting to think about or choosing how and if this relationship is still best for me and still best for the other person knowing that Every choice we make is either from a place of love or fear. Right. So are we choosing from within ourselves or outside of ourselves? Mm, I like that. And I think that there's there's really no right or wrong, good or bad. It's all just choice. And I think 
going back to what you were saying earlier of the more connected we are with ourselves, we can't do it wrong. If we're always choosing from a place of truth, Mm -hmm. it's never quote unquote wrong. It's just the truth. That's all it is. I'm very much a believer in building up the internal self in order to get the external to change. So if you want people and experience outside of you to change, you gotta work on the inside. You just have to put in the work. Totally. Internal cause, external effect. And you are responsible for your happiness. In fact, you create, you attract it, you manifest it, you choose your thoughts, your perceptions, and your reactions. You are that powerful that you can create the life that you deserve. Absolutely. Yeah. You create your reality 100% of the time. Danelle. That was a beautiful conversation. It I was. really like that. Thank you. While we sipping tea and not yeah. and not coffee, but <laughs> it's okay. I'm gonna have you on my podcast over and over again. Um, do you want to share anything about your present right now? Sure. My present man can definitely touch on that. Um, one one important piece I would like to share is. After choosing to end my marriage, I did take some time on my own to really be with myself, figure out what was important to me, and really kind of re-get to know myself and being open to this becoming of who I was. And yes, I'm in a very good place, very happy Um, I think a lot of it comes from being honest with what you want and being able to communicate that and also embody that what you want, Mm -hmm. not expecting the other person to fulfill that for you. Um, And really, it's so much about the simple things, about having fun. Um, I think the friendship part is very important. Um, and really just being an enjoyment of each other. And in my opinion, I think the most important piece is presence to be fully engaged in whatever moment you're in, whether you're in at work with a friend, with your man, your lover, whoever, I think presence is key. Thank you, Danelle, for sharing your beautiful story with us. Thank you for having me. And next time we will have a cup of coffee for sure. We will. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you guys for taking the time to listen to my episode today. And I will see you on the next episode of Coffee Talk with Riri.